welcome to another episode of the Favorite and Fabulous Podcast. Happy Wednesday! This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So hey y'all, how y'all doing? Just wanted to take a moment to uh, give a few announcements real quick before we get started. And I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who tuned in to the first prayer call last Friday. It was amazing. We talked about the power of speaking and praying God's word. Um, It was a phenomenal experience, and I'm truly looking forward to doing this every Friday, you know, just as God leads, as as he, um, you know, leads me to do it. And yeah, so I just wanted to encourage everyone who wasn't able to jump on or even those who were to join me again this Friday. We're going to do it every Friday, 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, the phone number, I'll just give the information, even though it's already listed on the Favorite and Fabulous um, social media platforms. In case you don't have social media, I'm going to just say it out real quick. So the phone number to dial in is 707-802-5308, and the access code is 282-1724. Honestly, y'all, the prayer call was a blessing to me, even though I was the one that was praying. Um, But this week, uh, I invite you to invite a friend. Come out. You know, I'm saying come out like you really going to go somewhere. But (laughs) call in, you know, invite somebody to join in. And let's start our Friday like we do every day, um, giving it to God, giving our days to God. And let's do Fridays together. So um, if you have any prayer prayer requests, please feel free to send them um, in a DM or an email or whatever to favorite and fabulous. Um, the email is favorite and fabulous at yahoo.com. Um, I will keep those confidential as far as who sent them. And I would just make it general into, um, whatever the prayer, whatever the request is general into the prayer itself. So, um, feel free to send those in confidence and yeah, I look forward to Friday. Um, Another thing I will say is that the feedback from this platform has been absolutely amazing. I I love hearing from y'all. I love the comments, the reviews, the shares, the DMs, whatever. Just letting us know how this platform is impacting your life. And those are literally the best things ever. They make my day whenever I get them at random, especially. But I feel like it's just God's way of showing his purpose in Favorite and Fabulous and in this platform and how it's growing. And I just encourage you to um, share it with somebody. Like, I, well, I have three requests, really. Just review it. Like, if there's um, a review you want to leave or a rating, I know Apple has um, the capabilities for listeners to review on there. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. So when other people go or in inquiring about it, they'll kind of have some some feedback as to what the platform is and if it's worth listening. And then I'd encourage you to share it with your family and friends. You know, don't be stingy. Don't be stingy with the gems you're getting on favorite and fabulous like spread the word tell your friends about it um so that they can be blessed by it too and then the last thing I would ask is for some feedback like I said I get a lot of positive feedback but is there anything that maybe needs to um or maybe you'd suggest to be changed or maybe they need to be longer maybe they need to be shorter or whatever just I would I would appreciate some feedback from that end improvement Um, ways to make it better and if you have any topics that you feel like you know would be great to discuss on this on this platform let me know I do pray about each and every topic Um, I'm led by God and what to discuss on this platform I'm really really big on that but I am open to receiving some recommendations and then going into prayer about those because you never know that might be something that is drastically needed and if God leads me in that way then we'll we'll press into it together but all of the above will make me happy so reviews share get some feedback all that will be absolutely amazing but if you don't do any of it I just thank you anyway for just listening so thank you thank you thank you 
And we're just going to go ahead and get right into today's episode, which is called Keep It 100, okay? <laughs> it's interesting how this number, 100, keeps recurring in my life, and it has been for like a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks. And I know last week's episode, Death to Comparison with Khadija Pearson and Devolve, her podcast, that collaboration was phenomenal, but... um I know that I kept talking about operating at 100%, operating at 100%. And at one point, Khadija was like, Danny, can you break that down, like what that means? Because you keep saying that, and I feel like people need to know what you mean by that. So in short, I described operating as uh, at 100% as being um, in a place where I'm doing what God has told me to do every day and giving my day to him. So even if it's not a good day um, or what I would perceive to be a fully good day, as long as I know that... I'm doing what he's told me to do. It might not be a productive day to the world, but if it's a productive day with following um, what God has told me to do, whether that's resting, um, just reading, whatever, or, or being heavily productive with the podcast or whatever he has me doing, just being obedient, really. And for me, I was I was expressing last week that if I'm if for whatever reason I'm not operating at 100%, um, it becomes easier for me to compare myself, feel discouraged, more negative about life, whatever. And so I will say, like, that was one of the first times that 100 kept coming up, 100, 100, 100. Um, but then God was showing me how just in being obedient to the things that he wants me to do and into sharing my um, journey transparently is operating at 100%. Being consistent with favorite and fabulous is operating at 100%. Like, just, just like I said before, being obedient. Um, but honestly, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell y'all, like, the truth. Like, the real deal, nitty-gritty, 100 real truth about this. Um, because, if I, as I said before, I don't want to get on here and have y'all motivated, thinking that it's going to be easy, you know, following God and... The truth about it is it is very, very hard. Like it is it is hard. And and today I wanna I want to do that. I wanna keep it one hundred and tell y'all that while following God and is and following Christ is the absolute best thing you can ever do, it is hard. You you ever heard that that saying you gotta pay the cost to be the boss? Now, <laughs> granted, when we're followers of God, we ain't nobody's boss, okay? We are followers, followers. <laughs> but in in short, it costs you something. It costs you your entire life to live for God. And it's, it's tough. It's so tough to die to yourself because you have to die to yourself every single day. And Luke 9.23 reminds us that God's, God's word says... Um, if anyone, well, Jesus said, actually, if anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And so when, when we think about this, when Jesus carried his cross, where was he going? He was going to die. He was going to be crucified. He was on his way to Calvary. And it's just interesting to me that we have to um, really understand what that means. I think sometimes we get caught up in, in just reading God's word without fully digging it up well taking it apart and really digging into it and um as believers like we're crucified with him when when he died we died and so in Galatians 2 20 it says I've been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me so let me just break that down real quick it says, I have been crucified with Christ. That's part one. So part one, I've been crucified with Christ. Part two, I no longer live, but Christ in me. 
So that means I died with him and now he lives in me. Part three, my life in the flesh is lived by faith in the son of God. So although I am still a fleshly being, I'm still physically here on this earth. My life is lived by faith in God. And then part four, the by, by faith in the son of God, sorry. And then part four, the son of God loves me and gave himself for me. So I died. I was crucified with him. I died. I no longer live, but he lives in me. And as I am in my flesh, I live by faith in Jesus Christ. And then he loves me and he gave himself for me. So, whoo, that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. But it's like, you mean to tell me? Yes, I mean to tell you that when Christ died for us as followers, we must understand that we died too. And we didn't die physically, a physical death, but we died to ourselves, our fleshly selves and and in a couple episodes ago, we talked about Matthew 16, 24, where Jesus said, if anyone will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. So again, taking up this cross and following him where? Following him to Calvary, following him to the crucifixion. And it's, it's just so interesting how how all this just keeps coming together in, in this it seems like the episodes kind of build off of each other and support each other. And I'm thankful for how God is using this platform. Um, but it, it's just bringing light to this fact that as we talked about even several episodes ago, the prune prayers and how I asked God to remove any and everything in me that wasn't like him. And y'all, things got real, real quick in my life. Like, seriously, I, I didn't and I haven't stopped praying that prayer um, but the honest truth is that has been very, very hard for me. Like my life has been a test ever since I started back praying these kind of prayers in my life and purposely asking God to prune me has been a test of my faith, but it's literally been killing me. It's been killing my flesh. My flesh is dying daily. Like I almost cry like, oh my gosh, where am I going? What's happening to me? But um all the things I've been going to have been related to God, like pulling out my innermost parts. Like, I mean, he's unpacking insecurities, thoughts, patterns, um, motives, beliefs, practices, you name it. God is literally in there snatching stuff out and, and it hurts y'all. It, it hurts because so many of these things have been attached to me for so long and even how we talked about in becoming and unbecoming how we have parts of ourselves that we didn't even realize was there or we don't really understand the origin of and so now as I continue to pray this prayer God please remove any any part and every part of me that's not like you he is literally taking stuff out that I've been having in me for a long 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 time and it it because it's been there you know, I didn't decorate it. Like, who child? I got the couch of insecurity over here. I got the <laughs> the TV stand of underlying motives. You know, I got the rug of validation and people bondage. You name it. Like, literally, I any of us could have these things. I'm not just saying this is me, but I'm saying like when I invited God in to, to remove this stuff, he is unpacking my house. And I'm like, where are you taking my stuff? You know, where are you taking that? And it's painful to me to, to get rid of some of these things. And I feel like, you know, like God is, I was telling my friends, I feel like God is cleaning out my attic and he's, he didn't pull it out a box with cobwebs on it. That's been in the corner. And I'm like, whoa, 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 where are you taking that? I need that. And he's like, no, you don't, you're not even using this, but Maybe you are using it, but it don't need to be here. And I'm like, whoa, well, we'll just handle it with care. Like, you sure you got to take that from me? You sure I can't hold on to this way of thinking? Um, 
And and yesterday, even I was when I was talking to my friends, I told them I was like, I don't even know who I am right now fully. Like so many things that I thought I wanted for so long and found my identity in for so long, God has been removing it. So whether you find your identity in um, or me, I'll speak for myself, whether I was finding my identity in people, whether I was finding my identity in social media before, whether I was finding my identity in my degrees or whatever. It's like God snatched everything. Like, you don't need this. You don't need this. You don't need this. You don't need this. And I think I shared on here a little while ago, I was reading through Ecclesiastes recently and I didn't finish that book, but I got all the way to chapter five. I I was just randomly, my Bible was open to that one day. And so I was like, Lord, you want me to read this? And when I got to chapter five, I saw exactly what he wanted me to read. So I was like, okay, you, you, you strategic in this thing. But anyway, um, Ecclesiastes was talking about how everything is meaningless. Like, Literally, when you read the first chapters, you're like, well, what is life? (laughs) Everything means nothing, basically. And he was saying everything means nothing if God isn't in it. The only thing that matters is God. And I feel like that's literally my life, like my desires, my material things, anything that I thought meant something, any plan that I thought I had or that I thought I wanted. I'm about to be 27 years old. Surely, in my plans, I would have already been married, okay, getting ready to have my first baby by 28, because that was always something I used to say when I was younger, you know, having this house, having these cars, having these things, having these businesses, having all these accolades behind my name, but God had different plans for me. It doesn't look like what I thought it was going to look like, and so in in dying to myself, I'm realizing, like, man, you know, I'm really, I'm really not running anything over here. And it's so funny that I bring this up because this is off my notes, but I mentioned a couple episodes ago and I told my friend this the other day, cause I was like, girl, I said that I'm in the passenger seat and God is driving my life. Um, but the thing about it is when you're in the passenger seat, you can easily like try to direct the person that's driving. Y'all know, I, Ooh, I cannot stand <laughs> those passenger seat drivers. Don't come up here telling me where to turn, where to go. I know where I'm going. I didn't ask for your input and I can imagine that that's how God is with us. Um, but that's how I've been in the passenger seat. Like, all right, God, you know, you're going a little slow. Can you speed this car up? Like, Oh, Oh, you missed your turn. Whoa, whoa. That's husband lane. Turn. Where, where, <laughs> where are you going? But seriously, I had to realize I can't be in the front. I can't be the DJ. I'm in the back seat now, y'all. So y'all riding with us. Come on, let's get in the back seat. I, I can't I can't continue to try to take over my life. And that is what this this pruning season is really doing for me. It is literally taking out everything. And I'm like, who am I? Um, but don't get me wrong, I know who I am through God. I know that I'm the head and not the tail. I know that his word says I'm a royal priesthood. I know that his word says I'm clothed with strength and dignity. I know these things. So so it's, it's knowing who I am in God, but dying to who I thought I was or who I wanted to be in the flesh. And so that's where I am right now. So when I talk about... Um, <clears throat> when I talk about him pruning me and him removing parts of me, he's removing conscious and subconscious or unconscious parts of of me like I said before this attic where he's taking out things that I didn't even realize was there but when he started moving them around I'm like whoa 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 I want to keep that good bad or indifferent because that's who I'm used to being that's that's who I have become throughout my life and so yeah that's what this this whole entire process has been like for me but nonetheless it's been painful it has been 
it has been di- difficult for me to surrender to God. And, and he was showing me this week how every time I do anything concerning Favorite and Fabulous, y'all, I don't care if it's um, recording a podcast episode, if it's making the notes before it, if I have a guest on here, we're going to pray it in just like I pray by myself literally journal about it literally ask God to lead it any ideas that he gives me I pray about those I have literally surrendered this platform like I have never done anything before in my life to God so that he can truly just reign in it and have his way but God was showing me this week y'all that I have done all of that for favorite and fabulous but I have not done that for myself so when I talk about being surrendered and when I talk about um, you know, giving myself away, even when I pray, even when I journal, even when I just talk to God for myself, it's like, God, my life is yours. God, my life is in your hands. God, whatever you will, it let it be. You know, I, I surrender myself to your will. I submit myself to you. And while I will say that's probably been about 90% true, that other 10% is like, all right, God, like, what's up, player? What the future looking like? Like, okay, this is still what I want. So I need you to uh, come on, you know, handle that. Um, no, no, I don't talk to God like that. <laughs> but anyways, so I guess subconsciously, maybe, hey, hey, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like God was showing me, like, very neat. You surrender favor and fabulous to me fully. Um, take your hands off of it. You let me have my way in it, but you are not fully surrendering yourself to me in that way. You're still holding on to stuff that I'm trying to take out of you. I'm trying to pull this stuff out of you, but because it's been so comfortable to think this way, because it's been so comfortable to behave this way or to have these practices, like you haven't fully given me the authority that I need to break this down and then replace it with me. And so my prayer this last these last several days has just been, all right, God, help me keep on testing me keep on removing stuff and in addition to my prune prayer that I'm still praying for him to remove every part of me that's not like him but really now I've kind of added to that like okay while you're removing stuff fill me back up with the things that you want for me God and and show me myself like I pray for conviction all the time and I get convicted like every day um but what this has really been showing me y'all and I am like so off my notes right now but honestly it's just God. What has really been showing me is that I need him. We will never arrive as this like perfect saved and sanctified Christian that's just above all. Like, no, in every waking minute of every waking day, like I need God. I need him in my life. And so I'm thankful that he's showing me where I haven't fully surrendered things or where I haven't let things go or where I'm like fussing at him to handle handle my insecurities with care because cause I don't I don't want to let him go yet all the way. And I, I'm thankful that he's like, no, nah, you you going to let this go. You You're going to let this go. Even if it hurts you, you are going to let this go because where I'm taking you, where I'm trying to get you to, you can't get there if you're still holding on to this other stuff. So I say all that to say like this entire season of my life that I'm in right now has been a challenge. And even recording this today is hard for me because it's, it's like a reality that's, that's kicking in that I am really not running anything. And I am really dying over here to myself every day. And, and that is not an easy thing. I don't want to get on here and butter this up for y'all and y'all thinking y'all can do it and thinking it's going to be good. And then you, you get into the thick of it and you, you turn around and go back the other way. Like, no, like this stuff hurts 
peeling picture you know you peeling an orange or you peeling an onion like you peeling back those layers and getting to the center of it all the part that really matters but peeling apart hurts pruning hurts and I'm just wanting to be 100 with y'all about that because I feel like that's what God is leading me to do but He was just showing me that it's not just in word, but it's in deed. So we're not only to be hearers of his word, but doers of his word. So if I keep it real like I normally do, it's time for me to keep it realer than real. So it's it's time for us as believers to keep it 100 in everything that we do, not just um, in the things that we say. Oh, I'm going to keep it real. I ain't going to tell no lies. But no, are you going to keep it real in your walk with God? Like, are you going to keep it 100 to surrender to him? Are you going to keep it 100 to die to yourself? And so I have a few points that I want to mention, ways and things that we need to keep it 100 with. And the first is with God. Like, whew, saying, Lord, I give myself to you. I surrender to you. Sounds fine, well, and dandy. That sounds good. That looks good on a text message. That looks good in a note, in a journal, on an Instagram post. It looks great. Fabulous. Woohoo. But are you really, really doing that? Are you really keeping it a hundred with God and surrendering to him and giving yourself to him, understanding that he wants the best for you. Like he wants the best for you and from you he wants your 100 so okay I'll stop saying like that (laughs) he wants your 100% so are you giving him permission to prune you are you giving him permission um to remove parts of you like fully and truly because like I said before it's one thing to just be saying that stuff because it sounds cute lord I surrender all I give myself away so you can use me you know <laughs> like it sounds good to to say all those things but are we really doing them um with these prune prayers and just dying to ourselves and living to him y'all a hundred percent okay I did it again one hundred percent like die to yourself and I'm I'm laughing honestly and through my pain because y'all at this point in my life I am literally like a blank canvas waiting to be painted I I am honestly just empty with the things that I wanted the things that I thought my life would be or the things I even tried to to go after in life thinking that 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 was going to fulfill me um so when when we're dying to ourselves, that's truly dying to our own desires our own motives just dying to our flesh and understanding that God is all we need and God you know he wants us he wants to give us the things that he desires for us as we talked about a few episodes ago but in giving us those things like we have to make room for it we can't make room for what he's trying to give us if we're still holding on to what we already have and like I talked about a little minute ago about you know it's like he's moving furniture taking stuff out the attic or whatever he can't repaint the walls resurface the floors and bring in some new furniture in my house if I'm holding on to that old couch to that old tv to them you know old figurines or whatever like he has to remove these things out so keeping it 100 with God and just allowing him to create in you who he wants you to be and then the second thing I'll say is like keeping it 100 with yourself you're messed up I'm messed up we are messed up and like I said before you know all the things that I've been going through recently have been just showing me how I how much I need God and how imperfect I am and how imperfect I will always be so this walk and and taking up our cross and following him is understanding that we are not the perfect one 
he was. And, and that's why Jesus had to die for us because he had to be the propitiation for our sins. And, and in that, he, his, his, his death freed us from the bondage of sin. It freed us from the condemnation of sin. And because of that, we can walk boldly and proudly with him. But we have to understand that in dying to ourselves, we're going to start seeing parts of ourselves fall off. We're going to start seeing things that we thought we wanted disappear or, you know, our, our desire will change. Our appetite will change. Our taste buds, whatever will change. But it's like, we have to understand that even as we continue to grow and even as we continue to develop as believers and and take up our cross and follow him, we are still not perfect. Like I've been realizing I will never arrive as this wonderful, fabulous Christian. Like I am a believer. I am chosen by God. We are believers. We are chosen by God. But we still have to depend on him. I feel like if we ever arrived as these like phenomenal Christians, then we probably get to a place where we feel like we don't need him. And then we can, you know, try to make ourselves believe that we're better than him. Like, oh, I don't need you now, God. I'm here. I've arrived. Sin free. Woohoo. Saved by grace. Peace out. But it's like, no, I think these these situations continue to remind us of who we are and, and why we need him. So I encourage you not to be discouraged if you are struggling with this or if you are you know if you find yourself messing up time and time again with things just keep going because keeping it 100 with yourself realize I mean it's realizing that you're a mess and and if you're a mess then God can fix that mess he can clean up that mess he can clean up that house that attic whatever if you allow him to do so so I encourage you to um, evaluate like what is it that you're trying to hold on to in this season like be real with yourself like what parts of yourself have you not fully surrendered to God what parts of yourself do you feel like are quote-unquote non-negotiables like oh I give up all that Lord but I ain't giving up this and examine like why why are you not giving it up why are you not giving God your 100% and and another thing is like why does it hurt so bad so for me like I said I'm in pain even even recording this y'all I don't think y'all understand it's probably not showing in my voice surely but I'm hurting because there are things in me that are coming out that I didn't want to leave or didn't really realize were there even. So it's a very uncomfortable process, but understanding and getting down to the to the source of why these things hurt. Maybe it's because I've been doing it so long. Maybe it's because now I'm like, okay, well, what you going to replace that with? Because I was so comfortable holding on to that. Now you're taking that. You sure you're going to give me a better couch? You sure you're going to give me a better TV? Like, oh, I don't really know, God. Like, that's that's a battle that hurts. And just examining why those things hurt so bad and why you don't want to get rid of them, I think, is is helpful in learning to keep, keep it 100 with yourself. And finally with this point just reminding yourself that this pain is purposeful and that's what I really pressed in doing last night when I was journaling just understanding like okay God I'm hurting right now but I know that this is working together for my good like I know that you are doing a work in me through my pain right now and I just trust you and I just believe you and I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep it going and so the third point would be um, to keep it 100 with others and I think that this is probably um a, one of the biggest challenges of the three for us just because transparency is not always easy but I will say and I've said recently even on my social media transparency can bring healing and the reason I say that is because 
in my own experience with being transparent, I had to learn to stop protecting my past, to stop protecting the things that, you know, I experienced that were maybe shameful or maybe, you know, hurtful or or even potentially damaging in some cases. And just understanding that all of that made me who I am. And also there are so many people who go through similar things who need to be freed from those things. And in and, and me sharing what I've been through is helping other people, but it's also helping me because now I'm not a prisoner of the things I've been through. I don't have to hide, you know, my experiences. But I will say, um, <clears throat> share as you're led. Like, don't feel like you got to get out here and just tell every every story, every part of everything. Like, no, as God leads you to share, as he leads you to be transparent, then share those things. But share them un- unashamed and, and boldly for the Lord and just understand that, your story and your testimony matters just as much as anybody else's and you just never know who you're going to help when you finally like open up to be 100 with other people even now in this episode like I'm (laughs) I'm hoping that it helps somebody just understand it's not easy like I am literally hurting right now like I literally am (laughs) having a moment where I'm like what is life what is this what is that what does it mean anyway nothing means anything but Lord but the Lord and what do I mean you know I don't really know (laughs) but in this season I'm grateful because God is pushing me to share this like I didn't I don't truly know what every episode is going to be about and I go to God about it and when he just kept pushing on me the number 100 the number 100 it was just why do I keep saying it like that (laughs) it was just kind of um, confirming to me that this is what I needed to talk about today but in all it's it's my transparency like y'all this this is not a walk in the park following Christ taking up your cross denying yourself dying to yourself every day it's not cupcakes and rainbows my girl my boy like we are literally dying to our flesh our fleshly desires the things that please us physically we are dying to that and and our spiritual man is just taking over and and learning to live for Christ and in our fleshly life physically make disciples for him to show love like he did to walk out the will and the purposes that he has for each of our individual lives in the way that he will have us to do and and not in our own selfish motives and ways and comforts and so all of this is just working together for the good um but I'm thankful that God has pushed me to to be so transparent on this topic because it's hard for me it's and I'm I'm an open book but walking through this pain like it's, it's hard to share it like, oh, I'm going through this right now. So let me let me talk about it. I usually in the past have shared stuff after, you know, it, it happened. But I'm thankful that God is like taking me to this level to share while I'm in it. Like, no, I'm, I'm going through this right now. But all in all, we must all keep it 100. Like we must, <laughs> we must all keep it 100 percent. Like we must all keep it. 100 with God, 100 with ourselves, and 100 with others. So <laughs> when we operate fully and commit ourselves to to giving the glory to God and to, to just being um, 100% committed to Him and just being real with the things that, that have bothered us or being real with the things that have hurt us or being real with the things that we're having struggles letting go that gives God the opportunity to then come in and do it for us and that's the thing we have to remember that is our responsibility to invite God in to prune us to invite him in to perfect his will in us to change us to move stuff out and bring his will 
end for us. And in Revelation 3.20, well, Revelation 3.20, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and him with me. And so... That's just a scripture to remind us that he's at the door. Like he is knocking. Are you going to open the door and invite him in? Come on in, God. Eat with me. Come on in, God. Move some stuff around. Come on in, God. Take out the parts of me that are not like you and help me to overcome those things. And I just thank God for for showing me how to keep it 100, even through my own pain, through my hurt feelings. And, and when I said I was doing it different in episode two, I meant it because I'm a runner, and for the runners out there who sprint when things get tough um, because it was easier doing it the way you was doing it, that was me for a long time. So, okay, God, I'm following you. Oh, this getting hard. Peace out. Holla at you. Like, I'm not doing that anymore because I understand that those pathways led to nothing. They were dead-end roads, and so in my commitment to follow God, in my commitment to surrender to Him and renew my mind and continue to press into His Word, I understand that I can't do it like I used to do it. So if you're used to giving up when it gets tough, like, no, I'm encouraging you through this episode to just keep pushing, like push through your pain, understand that there's purpose on the other side of us. And his word reminds us in Philippians 1, 6, that if he started the work in us, he will finish it. So as you invite him in to prune you, as you invite him in to um, make you over and make you into a new creation, Understand that he will finish what he starts in you. So pain and all is purposeful. But um, the question is, will you keep it 100 and will you let him? Will you let him do what he's trying to do in you? And and that's really all I have today. Um, I'll be pressing in in prayer with this um, topic just for the listeners of this podcast and, and just for us as believers as a whole that we learn how to truly surrender to God and, and be real with him. And, and be real in all that we do with ourselves and with other people. But um, I love y'all and I encourage y'all not to forget about the prayer call this Friday at 6 a.m. Again, the information is on our Instagram pages. And if you need it, um, if you don't have social media for any reason, just scroll back to the beginning of this episode and write that down so you can call in with us at 6 a.m. I encourage you to follow us on social media at favorite and fabulous underscore on Instagram and at favorite and fabulous on Facebook. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Veronique Bailey. And remember, as we keep it 100, <laughs> you are favored by God and he made you fabulous. Peace out.